Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Panama, Mexico, all the other ones. So I grew up outside Seattle in a little town called Tucson, Arizona. And when people hear I'm from a border state, they say, oh, immigration's a, bri- a big problem. And I say, no, it's not, because I happen to know a lot of stuff, all right? I didn't graduate from the University of Arizona with a degree in international studies at all. But I listen and I read a lot of stories on YouTube and I know immigration's not a problem. It's a combination of problems with a capital Z that's too much for most people to wrap their brains around. Well, lucky for you, my brain is flexibler than that. You say think outside the box, I say how high. Immigration is actually two problems. One, we got a bunch of people who want to be in our country because we're number one. And B stands for border. We have a border that's too long to protect. Have you looked at a map recently? It's a 2,000 mile dotted line. Well, no wonder so many people are getting through. It's a dotted line that's 2,000 miles long. Hola. Do you know how long the Panama Canal is? Probably not. It's only 10 miles. See, I told you. I happen to know a lot of stuff. Now, the other day, after bath time, my mom, Pat, came down to the basement, but she knocked first, which is our new rule. And we were watching the news from Washington, and she said I should share my great ideas with the White House because I'm a problem thinker and I've got the doctor's note to prove it, but I didn't didn't come here tonight to talk about Pat because she's not the boss of me right now. I came here to tell you that when we issue my shorter border order, (laughs) immigration won't be a problem anymore. 
it's simple. We move the border to the Panama Canal, which is short and very secure, what with all those locks, and then we take over all the countries between here and there. Panama, Mexico, all the other ones. So all the people who want to come here to America won't have to come here because they'll already be here except down there where they are already. But now they'll be paying taxes to Uncle Sam instead of Uncle Tio or whoever. I don't know which one of their relatives is in charge of that. But we'll make a bunch of money in taxes and the border will be shorter and easier to keep in order. You're totally welcome. I just killed two birds with one stone because that's how I roll. I'm Robert Mack and I kill birds. <laughs> and I've been traveling the country sharing my, my plans and I've realized we have, we have a lot of red people in our country and a lot of blue people and I think we need more purple people like Prince. In honor of Prince's memory, I think America's forecast is for some purple rain because right now our country is bipolarized. It's black and white and gay and straight and young and old and male and female. And we need something more like Prince, whatever, whatever that was, more of that because a two party system doesn't work or maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just like my mom, Pat. She's never satisfied with anything that I do. Why do we scream at each other? Do you even know what it sounds like when doves cry? I do because I kill birds. Hi. I'm Robert Mack from robertmack.com. Thanks. And thanks for coming tonight. I know you didn't have to. You could have stayed in and turned your brain off and stuck your head in front of that rectangle with the endless parade of changing characters that turns your brain into mush, right? Stupid books. <laughs> Can books talk to you and show you moving pictures? I don't think so. Save a tree, watch TV. That's my message to you tonight. I have a lot of good ideas like that. My brain is so dense with ideas, I don't want to make it sound like I'm bragging, but I'm probably the densest person in this room. In fact, one of America's smartest doctors is so interested in my great ideas that she interviews me every week in her office for nearly an hour. During our last interview session, she calls them sessions because they're obviously like music to her ears. I call them obsessions because she writes down everything that I say. She asked me, Robert Mack from robertmack.com. If your house were on fire and you could only remove one thing, what would it be? And as always, there are no right or wrong answers. And I said, well, I'd probably remove the fire. <laughs> Which I believe is the right answer. 
Last week, I wore uh, a t-shirt and shorts, and then also heavy winter coat, and then I had to get out a bunch of rain gear. Then on Tuesday, <laughs> seriously, I, I cannot believe this weather because I'm an atheist and we have trouble believing, but... <laughs> It's not as bad as my neighbor. He's agnostic. He doesn't know whether or not we have weather or not. <laughs> I, heard, I heard some disturbing uh, weather news recently. A bunch, of, a bunch of science men said a couple of things. It, the science men and the science ladies that they reluctantly allowed on board. I don't need to call times for a second. Times. From, <laughs> For many years, it was just science men. And then they said, fine, fine, we'll allow a science lady. And the first science lady was Marie Curie, who's the only person who won two different Nobel Prizes in two different fields of science. And she discovered radiation. And she discovered the only substance harder than diamonds. It's an avocado from Trader Joe's. <laughs> What if the Russians were able to weaponize that technology? If that, if that avocado fell into the wrong hands, it would crush those hands. Time's back in. Anyway, the, the, the science men, they said a couple of things. They said every year they look at all the numbers and generally, for the most part, July of any given month is the hottest month of that year. And I thought back when I was a kid, 4th of July, always hot, always July. The evidence bears that out. I'm not, <laughs> not going to argue with that. All right. But what they said next was uh, a little, they said July of last year was the hottest month on earth ever. And that's a bold thing to say because we're not done with ever yet. Okay. It's a little early to be handing out trophies. Okay. <laughs> It might not even be the hottest month of the decade. Let's just see how it plays out, okay, sciencemen? Ever for the Earth began when the Earth began, which is 4.5 billion years ago and two and a half years. I've done all the research so you guys don't have to, and I talked to the specialists, and they told me that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old, and that was about two and a half years ago, so you would have to add that to its age. And then the Earth will continue to exist for another five to seven billion years, minus the two and a half years that have already transpired. <laughs> At which time the sun will turn into a red giant and consume the Earth. So that, that period of time, that's a, that stretch of time is ever for the Earth. And we're not even halfway done. And you don't crown a champion before mid-season, all right? I'm... <laughs> I'm no gambling guy, but if I were, I'd put all my money on probably the last month of ever. I bet you <laughs> that one. Pretty warm, I think. Don't you think so? You know? When the sun expands 250 times its size and turns into a 5,000 degree ball of nuclear fusion, vaporizing every atomic bond that holds the Earth's very existence together, that's got to be hotter than July. <laughs> when it gets hot, do what I do. Take a summer vacation to Alaska. Yeah, seven days, 
one night. <laughs> that wasn't everybody, so please explain that to the quiet people. I don't, I don't like July. My favorite month is January because that's uh, when my birthday is and that's the best month to have. It's the best month to have a birthday because you don't have to wait as long. And it's also, <laughs> it's the time of year that you get a fresh start. Uh, I joined a health club because uh, this year because I decided I wanna lose about $30 a month. <laughs> And also I like, I like January because I do a lot of, I do a lot of uh, Christmas parties for companies and uh, those are in December, but now a lot of companies are, are doing their parties in January and I did one that was great. They flew me out to California and put me up at a nice place facing the ocean, uh, the Atlantic. And I was watching the History Channel, and, and sure, it's nothing but repeats. <laughs> but I, I learned something fascinating about California. It's the most diverse state in the country because uh, 160 years ago, there weren't a lot of people living there. And then one guy found one little piece of gold, and then men from every corner of the planet came to strike it rich. And then they were followed by women who follow men who follow money. And that's... <laughs> Pretty much how the West was won. First the gold diggers and then the gold diggers. And it, may, it makes California very diverse, which is fine, but also very politically correct because they don't want anyone to be offended by anything. So they, they didn't call it a Christmas party. I said, it's a Christmas party. And they said, well, no, don't, don't say that. Uh, and I said, well, then I'll, I'll say happy Hanukkah too. And they're like, no, because then you'll have to say, have a beautiful boxing day and a crazy Kwanzaa and a terrific Tim Kat. Just forget it. It's a <laughs> holiday party. Just call it a holiday party. And they changed the songs. They didn't play I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas uh, for two reasons on that one, and, um, yeah. Frosty the Snowman is now Caitlin, a person of snow. We three kings of Orient are very offended that you would say Orient, you can't say Orient anymore because they don't want to offend Asians and you can't say spick and span anymore because they don't want to offend Latinos. Yep, you, you have to say spick and Spaniard. It's very, very touchy. You can't even order a black Russian in a bar in California. Excuse me, I'd like a former Soviet Republic of African descent on the rocks, please. travel a lot uh, because I'm better than you and <laughs> I was in Oklahoma recently have you been to Oklahoma ma'am no save your bus fare okay because 
it's nothing like the musical in Oklahoma. Right? I did not have fun there. There was a lot of booing going on during my presentation, and I'm sorry, but a crowd has to be really, really stupid for me to boo them. driving uh, through the flat part of the state and to, to get to a better state. Anyway, I'm, I'm driving and I'll admit I'm not the best driver. I'm probably the only person who ever lost control driving through a mirage. Yeah. I didn't even see it. Anyway, I'm driving and I hit a rabbit and I felt horrible about it. I had to look. Uh, it turns out it wasn't a rabbit. It was a cabriolet. So, it's a Volkswagen rabbit with a different top. Maybe I didn't mean for that to be funny. Maybe that's not a joke at all. Maybe that's a setup for another joke later on. And when we get there, it'll be hilarious and make up for this awkwardness that you've created here. All right. I got hired to work in, in North Carolina, which is a beautiful place. Uh, if you don't live in North Carolina, uh, it's kind of inconvenient though, because they keep it pretty far away from where I live. Uh, and it was a lunchtime event, so I had to, I had to wake up extra early and then I had uh, a long drive to go to get there on time. It's a you know, six, seven hour drive. And uh, so I got up early, had extra coffee, which is a great idea, unless you happen to have a bladder, which, <laughs> which I do, and it's tremendous. I'm driving down there and uh, my clock is telling me, just, just go, keep, don't, just keep going. But my bladder is telling me to stop, stop. So. Uh, there was a rest stop and I pulled over and I stopped, but I didn't rest, right? I ran to the men's room, closed for repairs, okay? But the women's room was open. Now, I didn't bring my birth certificate with me on this particular trip to North Carolina. But there was no one around and so I went into the, the ladies' room. Now, there the government is in charge of the, the freeways and the rest stops. And I was standing there uh, facing the toilet and I realized, oh, there, maybe some federale is gonna come by and look under the stall and see that my feet are pointed toward the toilet. <laughs> right, so I turn around and I sat down and did it like a lady and I'll tell you, it was a revelation. I had two free hands in my phone. I replied to some emails, checked the scores and my stocks, sent out a couple tweets. I've never been so productive in my life. And that's how the North Carolina House Bill 2 changed my life forever because now, I make pee pee lady style and I get stuff done. I was in Bryce Canyon in Southern Utah. Some of you been there? If you haven't been there, it's, 
It's these red sandstone arches and towers. It's where they filmed the Roadrunner cartoons. <laughs> Back when they filmed cartoons on location, right? <laughs> Before all the animal rights protesters came in and shut down the Acme Rocket Skate Company once and for all. And it's beautiful, but it's Utah, so they say it's be Utahful. Well, it's not be Utahful when you're camping in a slot canyon and there's a cloudburst, flash flood. They kicked us all out. I had to get a hotel, nothing fancy, just a room in this little mom and pop and mom 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 place. Why do you think they're called more moms? <laughs> Speaking of moms, the other day after morning nap, my mom, Pat, came down to the basement even though she's not allowed to without permission. And she said, stop eating all the chicken salad. I said I could have as much chicken salad as I want. If you didn't want me to have any chicken salad, you shouldn't have put it on the share shelf in the first place. <laughs> and she got really mad. She says, no, don't eat the chicken salad because it might be tainted with that avian bird flu that's come back and has already killed a couple people in Canada. And a couple months before that was the, um, the E. coli that was in the Chipotle burrito place. And a few years before that was the salmonella that was in the spinach and a bunch of people got sick from that. And then before that was the listeria in the cannabis and like 30 people died from that. And a few years before that was a mad cow disease that came a couple different times. And then before that was that tainted apple juice that killed some people. And a couple years before that was that tainted OJ that killed two people with a knife. <laughs> true, true story, it's a true story. My mom, Pat, travels, and it's great because every time she leaves, I don't have a curfew for like two weeks. And, and then I can play my own late-night make-believe uh, talk show. It's called Don't Go to Bed with Robert Mack. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Anyway, <laughs> that's not funny. I don't know why you're laughing at that. That's not funny at all. She left uh, and went on a trip to the uh, South Pacific. Have you been to the South Pacific? No? It's nothing like the musical. You'll, you'll get the next one. Don't worry about it. Anyway, she sent me a postcard with a picture of the platypus. Does anyone know anything about the platypus? It's not a well-understood creature. Anyone? It's... It's, it's what? Males are poisonous. Yeah, that's true. It's... Uh, it's a messed up animal. I don't know how it, 
it's so different, but it's, uh, it has poisonous spurs in its feet and it's, uh, it's elect. I studied in high school, so I know a little bit about it. Have you been to high school? <laughs> it's nothing like the musical. It, uh, it has warm blood and fur, uh, like a mammal, but on the other hand, it lays eggs. It's got, it, the, the cool thing about it, it shoots poison out of its feet, and, and they don't know why. It's electric, like an electric eel, uh, but, and they don't know why about that. Uh, and then it shoots poison, like if you're chasing it, uh, it'll shoot poison. Can you shoot poison out of your feet? I was thinking if anyone on the planet could do that, maybe James Bond on a good day, at least that's kind of believable, you know? Well, Mr. Bond, this is it, not yet. Sean Connery is platypushy. It's a long way to go to say platypussy, I know, but I'm not going to leave you hanging there because the platypus is a much funnier animal than that. It's like us. It has warm blood and fur like a mammal, but on the other hand, it lays eggs and has a duck bill like a bird. It's the El Camino of the animal kingdom. <laughs> El Camino is half car, half truck. It's the jackalope of the auto industry. A jackalope is a rabbit with a different top. It's a cabriolet. I'm excited to be here. I didn't, uh, I didn't know if I was gonna make it here because there was an accident on the big road uh, where I live on the way to the airport. And if I missed my flight, then I, I wouldn't be here. And I don't think anybody got hurt, but I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to be here tonight, all right? Almost as lucky as you are. But not everybody knows how to drive on the big road. So I thought I would maybe tell you. So why don't you sit down and listen up? All right, the big road is a tapestry of lanes. There's a passing lane, and when you wanna pass someone, you get in the passing lane and you pass them. It's pretty simple when you think about it, but not everybody does, because if you're in the passing lane and cars in the slow lane are going faster than you, you, my friend, are a hole in the tapestry, okay? <laughs> you're a pass hole. <laughs> Maybe you should spend your time on the little roads, okay? <laughs> I told you I'm not the best driver. And uh, I remember this one time, um, Robert Frost once told me a story about taking a fork in the road. Yes, he did. He said, two roads diverge in the wood and I took the one less traveled by, blah, blah, blah. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but when you're on the big road, sometimes people see a lane next to them open up and they think it's a fork in the road and they gotta take the fork in the road. So they'll be in this lane for a minute and this lane opens up and they get into that lane for three seconds and they realize there's an opening back here in the lane where they were. And so they get back in that lane. Hey, just because it's a tapestry doesn't mean you have to weave the whole time, all right? <laughs> stupid forker I told you I'm I'm not that strong of a driver Robert Plant of the Led Zeppelins once told me a story about taking a fork in the road yes he did he said yes there are two paths you can go by but in the long run there's still time to change the road you're on and it makes me wonder yeah it makes me wonder how you got your driver's license in the first place because between you pass holes who are crawling in the wrong lane 
and you forkers who are darting back and forth, leaving behind a trail of swears and middle fingers, it takes me forever to get to my job of being a professional communicator, of which, being good at, I am one of them guys. I am, I'm a motivational speaker and I'm really good. I speak to people and five minutes later, they're on their feet, motivated out of the building to do something better with their lives. Sometimes they're even running. I have the key that unlocks doors in people's minds. Why do you think they call me door key, okay? I, because my mom keeps my Star Wars action figures locked up in another room. No, that's just a coincidence. It's because I open doors in people's minds and I bust tables at Applebee's. I motivate people to do good things and I wean them off their bad habits. I'm a huge wiener. You can go online. Google it up and tell me what you see. Probably Moy. <laughs> but you don't have to believe me. I do my lectures and seminars all over North America and people go out of their way to send feedback about what a great experience they had uh, being around me. This one guy compared his life to a, to a broken down house and he said I was this uh, big hammer that helped him refix up his house. What he said was, um, this guy's a big tool. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> they go out of their way to send me this feedback. Here's another one. Uh, you've proven to me that anyone could do anything no matter what little talent they have. <laughs> Run with that. I want those two hours back. They can't get enough of me. <laughs> this one's great. My lawyers will be contacting you. I smell a movie deal. I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be a doctor, but I've helped people with their ailments. Somebody wrote in and said, you've cured my insomnia. I don't know what it is either. This one's great. It was like listening to a fax machine because that's what I am. I'm a machine full of facts. And that's how I'm able to motivate people as one fact at a time. And here's a freebie. You guys might want to jot this down. It's a great way to start your day at home or you bring it in the office and put it on a sticky on your computer. You've probably heard part of this uh, before. It takes 26 muscles to frown at somebody, but only six, it only takes six muscles to text them a colon with a frowny face. <laughs> I don't see anybody writing that down. <laughs> Here's a, another interesting fact I, I read online the other day. One fifth of the world is Chinese. I was speechless too, because that's almost 20%. So, look where you're sitting. All right, if the two people next to you aren't Chinese and the people in front and behind you aren't Chinese, guess what, Yao Ming? <laughs> You're mathematically Chinese.
Ni hao. Zai Jian. I'm, I'm not Chinese and I'm, I'm kind of opposed right now and it's not just because of what they're doing to the people in Tibet, all right? It's the whole... <laughs> it's the whole Chinese New Year scam, which, which I discovered this year. There's the, uh, the global warming hoax that they invented. Yeah, yeah, they say, oh, well, what happens when it gets really hot or really cold? You get an air conditioner or you get a space heater, which are built in China, all right? So it totally makes sense. Same thing with the gluten thing. Gluten wasn't a thing 15 years ago. Now, according to China, oh, if you eat too much wheat, you're gonna get sick, according to the world's largest producer of rice. Come on, people. Follow the money. Somebody said I should check out the Chinese New Year this year. And so uh, it was around uh, Valentine's Day. It was Year of the Rooster. I went to San Francisco, California because they have the largest Chinatown in the world. That's a fact. <laughs> there are larger ones in China, doy, but <laughs> over there, they're just called towns. Anyway, it was, uh, you're the rooster, but I partied like it was dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mugu Gai Pen out the yin yang, I tell you. All you can eat and dim sum. And then they clear the plates, and I'll, all I have is this government-issued Chinese Zodiac placemat that says Happy New Year in the middle of February. And to me, that's a red flag. I don't think the first day of the new year should be hiding in the middle of the second month, right? <laughs> There's something fishy going on. I did a little research. Turns out Chinese New Year starts on a different day every year. Maybe it's the middle of February. Maybe it's June 52nd. But <laughs> it always manages to end up on the day of a parade. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. That's another red flag, a big one with yellow stars, if you know what I mean. <laughs> There's something going on. I have a lot of products that are built in China with a year-long warranty, and I'm afraid... <laughs> ...that they're gonna rip me off somehow. Hey, I've got this air conditioner that I got for global warming and it's supposed to expire in 2018 and they go, oh, no, that's gonna expire in rat. There's something going on, I don't know what it is. I looked up my birthday, I was born in Year of the Monkey, that's what my, my placemat has always told me and why would a placemat lie to me? It doesn't make any sense, but turns out the year I was born, Year of the Monkey didn't start till February, I was born in January, so technically it was still goat outside when I was born. And I'm a little upset about that. I don't know if anyone here has ever been demoted to goat before. <laughs> I've been living a lie all of these years. I thought it was skillful and flexible and creative. No, it turns out I'm compassionate and fancy and I like rabbits. Well, <laughs> I don't like rabbits and I don't like people telling me to like rabbits, okay? so. Fancy, I'll take the upgrade on that, but I'm, I'm done with you, China, that's it. I said, I'm boycotting you, right? So, sayonara, China. And I, I flew home from San Francisco and I went to my doctor because none of your business. But 
I was in the waiting room in the doctor's office and I was reading this little pamph. It was a tiny little pamph. It was like a pamphlet. And the pamphlet said that one out of every three Americans is morbidly obese. So once again, look where you're sitting. One out of three. If the person sitting on your left and the person sitting on your right is the same person. You're probably not morbidly obese. But you might want to step out of their feed zone for a minute. It's not that we're getting more obese people, it's just that non-obese people are disappearing in snack-related incidents at an alarming rate. I live now, I moved from Arizona, I live in, in uh, Washington, D.C. You might not know this, people around the country pay taxes so that people around Washington, D.C. can attend world-class museums and other cultural venues free of charge. So thanks for that, that's great. <laughs> I went to the National Zoo hoping to see some national animals, you know, like a pigeon or sewer rat, but everybody there is lined up to see what? Panda, yeah, which is not a national animal. It's an immigrant and it's stealing jobs from American animals. <laughs> What's black and white and red all over? Communist panda from China. <laughs> they just, they deported one a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you remember. He, uh, he lost his green card or thought it was a bamboo leaf and ate it, and then they <laughs> sent him home. Bye-bye, bow-bow. <laughs> There's one American bison at the National Zoo and a whole herd of foreign-born elephants. You know why? They're cheaper. They pay them peanuts. Listen. Maybe I'm old fascist, but I think... The National Zoo should be kept pure with national animals, and then we can build a separate yet equal international zoo for all of those guys, right? Canadian geese and uh, German shepherd, <laughs> Spanish fly. Polar bears are extincting, did you know that? Yeah, they're extincting. Why are you telling me? I just told you, they're extincting. <laughs> Glaciers are melting, and that's just the tip of an iceberg, something like that, the science guy was talking very fast. They're dying, and now a group in the government uh, is, wants to save them, and I'm a little skeptical, because for years, black bears and bears of color have been hunted and killed for years. No one's done a thing about it. But the second that the polar bear is barely threatened, the White House drops everything. There are physiological differences between the bear races. Everybody knows it. Polar bears evolved in the Arctic, and there are no trees in the Arctic, so they never learned how to climb trees. So as they evolved, they're missing certain muscle groups in the back, which is why white bears can't jump. <laughs> sure, they're great swimmers. I have a theory. 
I have a theory about people who work at the zoo. I think they start in Capitol Hill and then they lose their job or their boss gets voted out of office and they take those job skills and they use them at the zoo. There was an older attractive woman, probably a lobbyist in her day. Now she's at the big cat exhibit spinning lies about big cats. Come on down, check out the cheetah. It's the world's fastest land mammal. It can run 70 miles an hour, 70 miles in one hour. You can't even do that in a car. So I said, I'm gonna watch this. I watched that cheetah for an hour. Guess how many miles it went? Boing, none, it lifted up its head and went back to sleep. So whatever that is, one five thousandth of a mile. And so I corner her, and that's when the lies and the spin come out. Oh, it can't run a whole hour at a time. It can only run a few minutes at a time. And then if it catches what it's chasing, it's gonna stop running right then. And then it'll eat it, and I don't know how much of it it eats, and I don't know how big it was or, or little it was, but it turns out in a, in a week, a cheetah might run five miles in a week. Well, I run 15 miles in a week. So if you use the Pythagorean theorem, which, <laughs> is rate times time equals distance. Turns out I'm three times faster than the world's fastest land mammal. So, yeah. So please quit lying about the cheetah, cougar. I travel all over and people wanna know Robert Mack and as I get famouser, they wanna know more Robert Mack, so. I started a fan club, it's called No More Robert Mack. And it's really catching on. Once people realize who I am, they start chanting it so loudly, No More Robert Mack, No More Robert Mack, that I can't even finish. Uh, but I do, I do have a, a lot of fans all over and they seem to have a short uh, attention span. So I brought some jokes uh, for them and we'll, we'll finish with some of these uh, jokes. So give me 60 seconds on the clock and go. How many landlords does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. Also, she won't fix the sink. <laughs> Next time you get some round-trip airline tickets and they ask what your final destination is, say here. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's a, it's a round trip. I don't have time to explain each of these to you guys. Four times three is 12. Yes, okay. Never buy sushi at the 99 cent store. True story. I wish I was the guy who invented hotcakes because you know how well those things have sold. Yeah. Like wildfire. Pass. If Barack Obama's deceased mother married the ghost of Osama bin Laden, she'd be Mama Obama Osama. I went to a silent auction. I got a dog whistle and two mimes. I used to be a paper boy. Then I became a real boy. This one's really good or really bad, depending on whether you get it or not. So it's all on your shoulders. So listen up extra close. I went shopping at a cherry stand and a microphone store. Bada bing, bada boom. 
sold my chest at a pawn shop. Son of a bishop rooked me. I'm trying to meet new people. I belong to a gym. He's very possessive. I call this one ice cream cone. Cone! Once when I was littler, we got a dog and a cat. The next day, we named the dog Curiosity. Didn't have to name the cat. Do you like cats? Nothing like the musical. I went to a dyslexic masseuse, really rubbed me the wrong way. And finally, I went to the bank the other day and said to the teller, I need $50. The teller said, withdrawal. So I said, I need $50. That's it for me. I'm Robert Mack. Thank you. If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today.